0: it's the alexandra and friends podcast and we're covering the everyday issues of life health and wealth and as always we have a great panel of experts with us here is your host alexandra fincher hey everyone this is jose gillian the owner of all house barbecue located in Luzbio and carrollton you can find us at allhousebbq.com and we are the proud new sponsor of alexandra and
1: friends come and see us Good evening. Welcome to Alexander Prince 660 The Answer. This show is brought to you every Saturday night at 10 p.m. on 660 The Answer. And this show is sponsored to you by Roberto Perez, Miller Title, and Mr. Guillen, who is with Old House Barbecue in Carrollton and Louisville. Our producer here this evening is Michael Clark. My co-host is Marshall Johnson. Good evening, Miss Marshall. How are you feeling? Oh, Good. Good evening to you as well. How you feeling? I feel awesome. God is good. Yes, here we all are. all the time. God's palace today. Yes. So we have an so exciting, exciting show this evening, and my gosh, we've got an exciting story to tell about the future also, which is going to be very important coming up. Uh, I think, Mike, our producer is putting everything prepared for us for our next show. because yes. we have some great news. First and foremost, I want to thank so very much Roberto Perez for giving us the opportunity to be here tonight. And for Thank all the guests you. we have had. And yeah, next week, we're guests. going to talk about some of our wonderful guests yes. that we've had through the years and what we're doing for the future, which I'm so excited about. Me, too. Oh, I'm so excited. Wait. Yes. Live. God put some things in our path. And this was the, what we call the stepping stones. Yes. And uh, Michael to Clark, the next level. who has been our producer, has taken us to the top of the building. Yes, he is. He's awesome. Thank you, Mr. Michael Clark. Thank you, Do Michael. you have anything to say?
0: You're very welcome.
1: How about, taking us to, how about taking us to listen to the Pledge of Allegiance by the Clark family, which are his beautiful children. Yes, we'll I'm be right back. Him.
2: Wonderful kids. I pledge,
0: I pledge allegiance to, to the flag, flag of the United States, States, States of America, America and, and to the, the republic, republic for which it advance, stands, one nation, nation under, under God, God indivisible, indivisible, with liberty with justice and justice for all.
1: This evening we have an amazing show we're gonna do all our show around this beautiful couple. Yes. Because um they're amazing. Their story is out of this world. And I tell you, when we have stories like this, especially when dedicated to children, it really puts us to the the middle to the pedal, like they say, yes. when you're driving it big your heart haulers so haulers because much. they put their heart and soul yes. for their program. So with Let's introduce it. Marshall, you want to introduce the, um, our beautiful couple? Oh, I would love to. We have here today
2: the founder, okay, the executive director of Tomorrow's Purpose. And so they're going to share, their, well, they're couples. They're they married. Michael Kevin, yes, and Carol Bournes. They're the Bournes couple. So we're going to introduce them to bring them on so they can discuss Brighten up our morning our afternoon, and so welcome, and thank you for being on Alexandra and friends. How are you
3: today? Yeah. Good, evening. Good, Good, evening. Good evening. Good
2: evening. Good. Good evening. Yes. You are so welcome. We're so excited to hear about all the accomplishments that you guys have done here, this in Texas alone. Do you want to start off sharing what it's all about tomorrow's purpose?
4: Good good in chronological order, so I'll let yeah. my wife start off.
3: Okay. Um, well, first we have to tell our story yes. to get to yes. this. Okay, Let's good. tell the story. How about, first of all, tell us a little bit about both
1: of you. How long have you been married? Do you have children? Yes. What, what do you do for a living besides being so successful? Just tell us and, and give us all this show. This whole show today is about both of you. So please bring us to your, <laughs> you tell us your story.
3: Uh, we both have two different stories about uh, how well, we'll we met. We'll start with the ladies first. But, uh, <laughs> but we did, we met we in church. We promised not to tell Mr. Mr. Michael uh, anything. You know, we'll, okay. we'll put him on the side. So. <laughs> well, we met in church. And, um... What church? Uh, Central Point Church of Christ. And so, um, he, he's from Houston, and I'm from Mississippi, but I've been here a long, long time. And so, um... He was visiting and someone called his name and uh, my my sister heard them call his name and so she called him over, but I did not pay attention to him. He sat behind <laughs> me and he was talking to her and I thought he was being a little sassy with his answers to her. <laughs> and so I kept telling her, don't talk to him because he's being sassy to you. And then she just kept talking and then. So uh, I'm I'm not going to tell a long story, but I'm just going to tell a little bit. And so I was I was saying that, you know, don't talk to that guy. Just let him go. Mm-hmm. But I kept never looking back at uh-huh. him. So uh-huh. I never saw him. And then we got ready to leave. I still didn't see him. And he was like, I'm going to give y'all my phone number. And I told him, I said, don't give him my phone number because I don't want him to have my phone number. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about if, if the storm hit Houston, he wanted to come down to, to Dallas. And I was like, no, don't give him my number. So I, I don't know if she gave it to him or not. But I think she did because he did call me. And I didn't talk to him for long. But, uh, how long ago was that, Miss Boy? Ooh, back in two thousand and seven. Yeah. Seven? Oh, yeah. very good. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't never see him or talk to him until uh one day in two thousand eight, this lady just kept messing with me and she was a Jehovah Witness and she just kept asking me all these questions. And I was like, Okay, who do I call? And I said, I used to call my best friend, but this particular day she never answered the phone. And we talked every day all day. <laughs> Hmm. This day she didn't answer the phone at all. And so I was like, Okay, I don't have no one to call. I called my mother and she gave me an answer, but I was like, I need a better answer. And so I wound up calling him uh-huh. and he and he answered the phone. Well, and what was wonderful. the question? To ask? It was a biblical question. Okay. And, I, and and the lady was just asking me all these she had asked me three questions. And never in my whole time knowing her in twenty plus years, she never once asked me a question about the Bible. But this, this particular year, after I was talking mean about him, she asked me that question. And I had to go to him to get the answer. And so I called him on the phone, and he answered the phone. And then as we got to a dating, people was like, he answered the phone for you? He never answered his phone. It was been by God. Yeah, it was, it was mm-hmm. God's, God's yes, way ma'am. to bring you together. That's and, right. and that's how we met. Uh,
1: that. Wow, that's wonderful. <laughs> and wh- what is your profession right now?
3: Wh- what was your, where you work? What do you do? Uh, I'm a retiree. Very oh, good. Congratulations. I retired over 30 years. What okay. kind of business uh, were you uh, But uh, I'm by profession, I'm an EEOC, represent, mediator, arbitrator, Very negotiator, good. conflict resolution. Very good. <laughs> I like fighting for people's rights. <laughs> oh, that's She's my type of person. I love
1: this. Yes, we're going to be a great team. Yeah. Well, now tell us a little bit about you, sir.
4: Well, I'm originally from Houston. Um, I've been coming to Dallas for a long time. been coming to Dallas since the 70s. Played ball up here. Uh, went to college in Waco. And um,
1: What was, college did you go to, sir? I
4: went to Texas. It's Texas College now. Yes. It was, it was a Texas uh, Technical Institute then.
1: Then, Dallas yes. I Baylor. lived in Waco. I grabbed my, my real estate license in Waco. Oh, yeah. Back in the 80s, yes. Shh.
4: Waco, that's... That's a whole nother thing now. Uh huh. But it's it's grown no, now. It's, it's awesome. It's what, awesome.
0: What is going on
4: in Waco? The world is growing. Yes, yes, yes. yes.
2: <laughs> so everybody's moving there.
0: Let me tell you, my wife and her girlfriends are planning a trip for a weekend. Where are they going? Waco. Waco. Oh, absolutely. They're going to be there for three days. Leave me all alone with all four of them kids. I'm going to be nuts by the time she gets back.
4: Is that that festival
0: <laughs> that they're talking about? I don't know if it's yes. a... Yes,
3: it, it's, it's a festival coming because our niece is coming down from Alabama just to go to Waco. Okay, what's this festival about? I, I forgot what's the name of it, but she's she's hmm. coming down. Everybody comes from all it. over the, it, the
0: world. Is it oh, the, really? the first weekend in October? Yeah, something uh-huh. like that. Okay, maybe it is. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. She'll be here going. from Alabama. She said wow. she wanted to come to that, and I was like, Yeah, three days,
4: what? and that's it. <laughs> Waco? Yeah, so, you know, I, I come down here, and, and we actually uh, met like that uh, if it wasn't for my friend calling me across the building because I was getting ready to go. Oh,
3: wow. we forgot to tell him that. We didn't see each other, even though we was talking on the phone every day and every night for hours and hours like high school kids. Yeah. Uh, I, we didn't even see each other for a whole year. I never mm-hmm. knew what he looked like. I just mm-hmm. talked to him on the phone.
4: Yeah. yeah, That's she awesome. You know, when she was leaving, I just looked around and said, nice legs, and I went on my, my
3: <laughs> <building>. <laughs> Well, I'm an author of Shortcuts
2: and Practical Ways to Survive Marriage. I wrote the book in 2020. Mm-hmm. So... Since y'all was sharing everything, how you met, give me some secret sauce. So tell the audience about the secret sauce of your marriage, of keeping things, um, you know, in, in perspective. In perspective, thank you.
3: You know, it's
2: funny
4: you say that, since we do that divorce class. Yeah, you we do, do a divorce, divorce class recovery class. Every Tuesday. But, wow. Uh, you know, the thing is, uh, you know, what they say in Proverbs, uh, there's, there's a passage that says that, Man, he said he does safely trust in his wife. Yes, and you got to have—I have to have an ultimate trust in her.
2: Yes, vice versa as well. Right, right. Yes,
4: and so that—that that she would do me no evil.
2: That's right. Correct. See, So
4: I don't that's have right. to work. You know, worry about the loopholes in the marriage vow. a rich or wow. ritual of poor. Better words. That's a gift mm-hmm. thing.
2: Yes.
1: Wow. You know. That's that and covenant. So, yeah.
4: And the other thing yes. that they don't put in there is to forgive all.
1: Yes, yes, Amen.
4: So a lot of times you know, marriages have their loopholes in it. They have their if syndromes in it. Yeah. And so uh, we had already went through experiences, so we were really, really candid with each other. I said, I don't take credit for nothing you have done because I didn't know you was on Earth until a couple of days ago. That's you so already good. raised your kids. You already had a house. You already had your career. I don't take credit. And you can't take credit for what I've done. I'm already a I man. You know, I've already done this, 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 and this. And so, what we're going to do is we're going to bring our resources together. That's right. right. And we're going to make something That's right. unique. That's
1: so right. So, we have
4: a blended family. I have three kids. She has two, two kids. You know, and what a people,
1: beautiful story.
4: Yeah. Yes. It, it wasn't a Brady bunch in the beginning, Mm-mm. but it is now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're all professional. Mm-hmm. Children. She has two daughters. One works for Blue Cross Blue Shield. She's an administrator. Program. The other manager. one's a nurse. Project manager. I have two kids that work for ADT. One's uh he's a contractor. And so and we got eleven grandkids.
3: Wow.
1: Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> right. Congratulations. What a beautiful family. How long have you been married? We've been Within-
2: did I'm you say 07? It. 12, years? 12 years. Yeah, 07, yeah.
1: yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Very Yes, beautiful. congratulations. Yeah. Well, congratulations. What an amazing story. Yeah. So as you move forward, uh, you 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 liked each other. You decided to come together. A year later. A year later. <laughs> wow. We, Which now, we, no, she, no, no, she, no,
3: no. We no, bumped no, no. heads at first. Does no. he think he's smart and I, I know I'm smart?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, she, she, made, she made her demands, you know, before oh, Beyonce yeah. say put, a ring on it. Yeah, she made her demand. She says, "I'm not going to waste time dating you. Mm-hmm. I so love either that. you're going to marry me or you're, or you're not.
3: Because I'm not going to do this for two years and more. Not going to do it. I love it. So
2: you were just pretty much trying to see what his head level was at the time you was dating to see if he was really interested of being married. Yeah, right. and if he wasn't, you wasn't going was to take the waste time. time.
3: Yeah. not at all.
4: Okay, and not at you know, all. and it wasn't that. Yeah, it, it wasn't Sorry. that. Hmm." I knew I was better married than single.
1: Oh, my Will God. Would you repeat that, that again, please?
4: <laughs> I knew I was better married than single.
1: Well, we've got two. We, we're coming to our end of our first segment. So what I want to know is on our next segment, what kind of profession were you in? What were you doing when before you married her? And what what was your steps after you married? What did you all do together? This show is brought to you by Roberto Perez, Miller Title, and Mr. Jose Guillen with Old House Barbecue in Peralta and in Louisville. Stop by and say hello when you walk into one of those stores. Be sure and tell Mr. Jose, we heard about you on Alexander and Friends 660. Well, welcome back again. We're, we've got a great, um, great couple here that are just very, um, what can I say, very in tune with each other, even yes. though they took the time for them to get to know, the, uh, to know each other. Miss Carol Barnes, is that correct? Yes. And Mr. Michael. Michael. Kevin. Kevin. Barnes. At Mm -hmm. first, when she sent me the information about Mr. Barnes, they said, "Kevin, I wanted to make sure it was the right husband." She was bringing with her. (laughs) Well, we got to Michaels here tonight. We got our producer, Michael Clark. So tell us a little bit. So uh, we were talking about with you, Mr. Barnes, that you um, how you went through the process. You were so you were talking about you were in production of Mm -hmm. the newspaper, the New York newspaper, the green sheet, and all this. So this was coming into your life of. the marriage with miss barnes correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so don't keep the story so you got married how, how did you propose how what was the deal
4: <laughs> the deal was um we had we we had summits together you know we had long talks and honest talks uh because once you've been married once you went through things uh it's not that You you can't stop things from happening, but you can have a dialogue of how to address it when it comes about because it wasn't gonna be it wasn't gonna be easy,
0: you know. Because we had to
4: get other people to buy in. I know a lot of people, you know. And so when we went to when I took her home, took it to Houston, I took it to my father, and on the way there, I told her, I say, look, I'm gonna take you see my father if my father doesn't like you, we can't get married. (laughs) I said, because, see, my father is sick now. I have to take him to the doctor. So if you are not a person that I can leave my father with, because you may have to take him. I don't want my father to say, are you coming to get me? Is she coming? I say, I can't do it because at this stage, I can't have somebody come in and separate my family, my kids. You know, Uh so I shopped her around and I left her. So I took it to my father's house, <laughs> walked in, said, Hey, you know, this is Carol. He said, Okay. Man. And I sat her down at the table. I went to the bedroom. I come back in an hour. She playing in his head. <laughs> you know, and he loved the ground she walked on. I had to do that because a lot of times what destroys families is, is in laws.
1: In laws. Oh. And your children sometimes too, because they become divided. And right, they, and, and when yes, you have blended children, I, I know because I went through this. When you have blended children, it it takes a, away from the from both of you. Right, because mm-hmm. what are you going to do? You're going to be love your child more, your husband more. But you know, when you make, when you go to church and you get married, or where you go mm-hmm. to synagogue or wherever, you you're marrying the man of your life, right. and mm-hmm. your children become actually secondary mm-hmm. because that's, right. that's the man that you live with. And I had to take those choices at the at the very end of my husband's life. So I understand what you are saying, and and Mm -hmm. and and it comes into my heart very closely. So, so what happened? So he liked you, and Mm -hmm. then you got married. Yes,
3: and then I did him vice versa. Mm -hmm. I took him home, and uh, we were having a family reunion, and my oldest brother, because my father had passed, so my oldest brothers were there from New York, and so. I told him, I say, I'm going to introduce you to my brothers, and I'm going to see what they say. And if they don't like you, we not getting married. So I I took him out where they were outside, and I left him. Okay. <laughs> and then I came back. I say, what do you think? Yeah. I like him. That's a very good guy. I love this story. I, okay.
4: I knew her mother before I knew her.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. At the church? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. I didn't, know who she, I didn't know who she was, but. Okay. I used to come to Mississippi all the time because I used to direct a choir. Oh.
1: Yeah, we,
2: That's another thing I wanted to hear. I, I really want to jump to different subjects because mm-hmm. I see here that you have done multiple things, you and your wife. Mm-hmm. So tell us more about this music because, you know, I'm into music too, so <laughs> <laughs> that's an easy conversation for me.
4: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, had, I had a, um, I directed an a cappella choir. The whole a cappella was popular with all the other yes. folks, and we were probably one of the best Best. I would, had a chorus. I didn't have a choir. You know, a chorus is like where you have in Hamilton, yes. and everybody can sing everything. Yes. You know, yes. I had a chorus, and so I used to go to Mississippi and all over the you know country with this, with this uh, I call it Shade Acres chorus. And when we went to Mississippi, this this you know lady will always come up. Hey son, you know I give a hug. You know, <laughs> you know, and I come back the next year. Hey son, i you say hey mom, you just call her mom. You right. Know, you know, so you
2: just fell into this doing something at, like this. Yeah. So yeah. did you come up with family that musically inclined that you know taught you music, or did you go school for music, or where did this music come from? Because you really have to know music to direct a choir, or you have you know, to be. Because I did opera, uh-huh. so that's where I learned my music
4: from. You know, I don't. I do not have Mm-mm. a music oh, it's a degree. Gift. It's a gift. It's a it, gift. But, but I sat under some folk. And they, you know, they thrust me into it. Absolutely. You were thrown in. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. when I say, yeah, when I say, when I say choir director, I kept these people together. And whatever their strengths were and their talents, Mm -hmm. I knew how to mold it together and I could hear it in my ears. So I played them like a piano. You sang this, you sang this. And their talent just took, and I just Mm -hmm. directed it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I did. That's, that's all I did.
1: the wow. Same thing. Wow, this mm-hmm. story, so you yes. get to you you guys get together, you get married, and you blend your family together, yes. and so you take your trip together through life, and you develop. So tell us a little bit of what happens yes, when you get married. Go. Uh, so, yes. uh, what what are your questions,
2: Miss Marshall? into a lifetime achievement award. Oh my gosh! There are books um, about the Navy. They Wonderful yes. thing.
1: So Retire tell us. So, so, so much you to share. You go through life. You get you get married. You work together. Where were you living? Were you living in Dallas or were you living in Houston? Where were you?
4: Well, I'm gonna let my wife explain it, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. Okay.
1: Yes, please.
4: Okay. The thing is, when you know, when I was looking to get married, there was a lot of things that I knew I could do, but I didn't necessarily have somebody, you know, to share to, with. To with. share with. Mm-hmm. And so, my goal. Uh, with my my wife was, you know, people use the word, uh, I appreciate her. Well, appreciate means if I if I give you a house I and you live you. in it ten years, and I come back and you haven't cut the grass, you ain't painted it, you didn't appreciate that house. You depreciate the house because it's less value. So if my wife is not valued more than the day that I met her so my my job is to make sure that she becomes a prosperous woman, so whatever our hands find and do if she sets her hands on it, it's gonna prosper. I
1: tell you you could stand you could i think that you would be awesome in bringing this to the to my synagogue and talk with my rabbi because I think you're bringing a message that we need to hear oh appreciation and love are two different things right? right. What an amazing thing Come on. so
4: so now you got the stage. Now you
1: now you got the, the state, state, state now set up. up
3: now? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, is, is, he, is he talking about me? In? Yes, he's talking <laughs> about <laughs> you. So
1: where do we go from here? So where do we
3: go from yes. here?
1: Uh, wow. what, what
3: was your question? Well, I, <laughs> I was uh, trying
1: to find out everything
2: when it started back in 2022, which is this year, the Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award, and then you have books in front of me as well that you mm-hmm. and your husband have done. In the who's who's in the Black Dallas mm-hmm. chamber. You sat on the board. Mm-hmm. So we're yes. interested of hearing. <laughs> we about want to hear
1: everything. How you, new level. how you got oh, there. How, how got you got there. How you got there. How you got there. Because like, this okay. is, you know, no, this is what we're, we want to hear. How you, all this appreciation and love yes. between both of you, you created all this. So mm-hmm. tell us about in between what happened.
3: Okay. So uh, after we got married in 2015, um, our house was hit by a tornado, oh. and so yeah, uh, we yeah, the day after Christmas, December twenty sixth, twenty fifteen, over that- in Garland, we like we we're right at the border of Rockwall and all and all that. We sit right there at that bridge, and so the tornado came through a EF four, and so it destroyed our home, but we were in the house. Oh, so um, while we was in the house, uh, my husband had been through things like that, the hurricanes and things, since he's from Houston. But we had not, because the Mississippi don't do that kind of stuff. So uh, he told us to, you know, like they say, God always going to direct your path and everything. Yeah. And so to make the long story short, we had we had went out of town to visit my mom. It was her birthday. And for some reason, this this Christmas was like weird during that time. It started raining real hard as we traveled down the road. And then it just pour down torrential rain when we got there and it wouldn't stop and so they he loves playing golf so he's like let's get back let's get back to Dallas I want to go play golf and it's not going to stop raining so we headed back to Dallas and it was just drizzling but it was not raining right when we got here this is where the story starts it's like we get home and we had just written this book um is, uh, I won't apologize, I did it on purpose, It's a covenant between a woman, you know, and it has different stories of different women in the Bible that you don't usually hear about, or you don't read about them. Uh, Martha. Yeah. yeah. Rahab. Rahab. <laughs> yeah. Yes, all Sephora. of them. Sephora, yep. Ruth, yep. all of them. <laughs> so they're in this book, and we had just gotten this book printed, and we had taken it home, and we sold, you know, a couple of them down there, and when we got back, we set these books on the counter because we had just gotten them from print. And I told him, I said, I need to go to the store because I need to get some more printer ink because I need to finish up another book. And we just left. And so he, I said, oh, my God, I left my purse at home. I said, I hope you got your wallet so we can pay for to get the ink. He's like, no, I didn't. We had to go back home. Now, this Lord direct now, half right now. We had to go back home. And after we went back home, our daughter was sitting on the sofa, and she was like, it's, it's raining in this house. It was like, we don't see any water. But he said, well, just let me look and see what she's talking about. And then she was looking at the TV and she said, it's a tornado coming and it looked like it's coming straight for us. And every time she says a tornado coming, she runs upstairs and grabs her purse. That's a given. She's going to grab that purse. And so, she came back downstairs with her purse. She say, "I'm serious, y'all. There's a tornado coming." We was like, "Uh, okay." So me, I'm always the funny person in the house. So I'm like, "Okay, let me go get some candles for you, so you won't be scared." And I start singing little songs like, "You guys are so scared, Ain't nothing gonna happen." And then she's like, "No, Mama, look." And so I'm like, It's I say they always say it's gonna come this way. It it never have. in over 30 years, we've never received one." So um, I say, uh, so he say. Where is our baby girl? And she was upstairs getting ready to get in the shower. And he said, get downstairs right now. And he said, well, let me go look out the door. But I had just looked out the window, and it was a cab going this way and a black Nissan going that way. Next thing I know, he was, like, pushing us all in the bathroom downstairs. In that bathroom, we had uh, Jesus on this wall. Mm -hmm. And then on the other wall, we had something about church and all that. Mm -hmm. That tornado hit. Wow. We was out of body. I didn't know what was going on. All I saw was the door moving. My husband was holding the door. I was wow. holding uh, my daughter, and my daughter was holding him, and we was trying to you know, keep everything down. And then, so after everything was over with, we couldn't. It just looked like nothing had happened to the house. It was looking just like this here, in that bathroom where we were. Right. But to come out. Are, oh, my goodness. We'll be right back and finish your story because, Wow.
1: And we are really experiencing the story of two adults that have come from gosh, they met at a church, and today they're vibrant and they're amazing and they're teaching other young people yes like, to to live tomorrow and We have an amazing story, Miss Carol Barnes and Mr. Michael Barnes are telling us a story, and we want you to listen to what happened after a tornado hit their home in Garland in 2015. So let's continue the story, Ms. Barnes. So, okay.
3: So, so you were in the, in we in the in restroom, and it looked like nothing had happened. It was just really bright, like the lights were still on. But when he tried to open the door, the door wasn't open. I have to tell y'all this part. When he tried to open the door, it would not open. But when he finally was able to get through the door, he came back later and told me it was a clothes rack that was holding the door closed to keep the tornado from tearing up that room. So, because we, I didn't know what was going on. I thought he just couldn't get out. And when we came out, he he said, before we came out, he said, I want y'all to know that the house is no longer the house that you knew. It's, it's gone. And I'm like, okay. Like, I didn't know what he was talking about at first. He's like, do you hear me? I'm like, yeah, I hear you. Then when he finally came out, it was gone. It, it was Big trees in our house, dead squirrels on the trees in the house. Mm. But when I went to the kitchen, even though all the windows and stuff was blown out, do you know these books were not touched? Of course not. not. a single drop of rain. Oh, no, nothing.
1: So hit God was clubs. with you all the way. Yes. What God was with you. So how many of the properties were, uh, what happened to your neighborhood was well hit pretty hard?
4: Well, you know, when, when that happened, like I so said, I've been through, I wrote out hurricanes because I worked at a news plant. Sure. They, they don't care. Their paper's coming out, <laughs> they got generators and everything. So, right. usually, you know, so I wrote out hurricanes. So, right. So, um, when we uh, were in that room and a tornado was coming, you know, usually you, you think about the information on how to survive. We didn't have a mattress, and, you know, there was no lights in there. And I'm just thinking, that Because I went to school for architecture. Either this house is coming down, mm-hmm. or we have a two-story house. It's coming down, or we're going to fly away like the Wizard of Oz, separate from each other. Because this is a, this the yes. F4 mm-hmm. yes. coming through here. And so there was a noise, because I could hear it coming, but it wasn't really the tornado. It was that cab. That I'd cab that was coming back to our house. A cab? The cab. mm mm-hmm. The guy that came into the neighborhood, the tornado picked the cab up, and the cab was coming toward our house. Oh my gosh. So when we when we got out, when we got out, you know, we were kind of pinned in the house. You could see the sea of lights, these people with flashlights coming. So they had to kind of like cut us out the house. When I we went outside, I looked around, everything was gone. Everything we, could like was see the, we could see the freeway. Mm-hmm. But our house was still standing. And so when you have those those near death experiences, your life flashes. Before, you know, before you. your eyes. Mm-hmm. And you know whether you are ready or you're not. Had a calmness about me. And I was holding my wife. I said, it's going to be okay. Yes. And all I was saying was, it's going to be okay either way. Yes. So I said, God, do your thing. It's going to be okay either way. Wow. And you have to have a calmness. So I learned that out of that situation.
1: Mm-hmm. And your because, family did too, all together, because you were all one yeah, blended And so family. you come
4: out without a mark. So later on, you know, our house was, was labeled as the house where the you know
3: where
1: the, where the, stay. the,
4: the believers stayed. Isn't and so CNN, and, yeah. yeah, the For CNN real. and the media and, and, and the Garland, you know, city council, everybody, they would do the news conference in front of our house
3: mm-hmm.
4: because they wanted to know why it was still standing. And all so the they other were houses. What an amazing
3: And, and
1: so,
4: all the other
3: houses were gone yes. all around us.
4: Yes. So we grouped up, and I told them because they wanted to interview us. CNN came, and I said, Look here, don't you tell them people we lost everything.
2: Because
4: we said, You did it. Because they, they wanted to, you know, yeah. he said, Don't you do that. Yes. Don't you do that. You tell them people what happened in there. We were praying, and we knew God was going to deliver us. You know, they cut that out, though.
1: Yeah, they did. Of course, of course. I, they don't want to hear that. They not want to hear that. They, yeah. Listen to the story. Tell and say, oh, we lost everything. They yeah, want to hear I mean, that. Mm-hmm. But don't, but no, you didn't lose everything because your life mm-hmm. is still there. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate yeah. that.
4: Me and too. So, and then so what may be, un- I, I, got, I got a better understanding that all that I had in that house was junk. It was new. Because in 30 seconds, yes. it was out there on the lawn. Yes. And it was junk.
1: But God was with you.
4: Yeah. Yes. And the only thing that I couldn't replace in my house was my Bible.
3: Oh yeah, he he because I he had all kind of life. notes in
4: there from yeah. I went back in the
0: house yeah. to get my Bible.
3: He risked his life to go up the stairs. Yeah, state farm State
0: Farm can't replace my Bible. I had that Bible for thirty that, years. That yeah. is awesome. That's wonderful. You know, I have a related story. Funny enough, that same storm tornado touched down in Red Oak, which is a few miles from my mm-hmm. house, and it. Uh, knocked over a uh, the library of an elementary school, right. and my wife happened to be in the uh, children 's book business at that time, and so she reached out immediately to her company and they were able to replace all those books in that library at that uh, elementary school. My wife is a very big advocate of literacy mm. and that 's why she got was attracted to those that book distributor to begin with and she doesn't do that business anymore, but she is still involved with kids, and she actually got on TV too. And they cut, and so right. I know what you're talking about. They cut out what she was talking about with God providing and them providing books for the kids in in the elementary school. But yeah, that that whole day after Christmas thing that was really crazy. It was around my area too. So, mm-hmm. and I know people that that lost their houses and or trailers got flipped over and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah. So I know what you mean. And uh been through a similar experience. And I think it's just awesome that y'all are all about the children's literacy and and about God as well. Yeah. That's that's great.
1: The, one of the things is God doesn't sell books. Right. Tragedy sells. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they leave God out. They leave your story. You were alive. Mm-hmm. You had you you had everything in you, but they were not. That was not good. So they went around the other blocks, and, and then probably people were crying and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But look at you. But you have you come back with something stronger, because right. you're together, and God brought you together. And that book is your story. Mm-hmm. So so, what happens after that? You you rebuild your home, or are you still oh in the same? God, home? Those
4: will we'll go through the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we
3: we rebuild our home. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll
1: we'll we did. that. we we expanded
4: it. We we expanded it. But but the thing is, my wife before we, before that happened, uh, we had some house issues like the AC. One of the units wild. We had to fix, fix the fence. She wanted Uh-oh. some new carpet. She wanted to.
3: No, no no was, no no. Our, our AC was not out. It had went out, but we got it fixed.
4: One unit. We had a double unit.
3: Yeah, but we got it fixed. One of them was And out. then I kept giving him a honeydew lift. <laughs> I, I kept telling him, say, lift. Yes. I say, yeah, I say, honey, I want I want a new oven, a double oven. And then I told him, I said, oh, and I want to take the carpet up and put some wooden floors down. It's called the and, honeydew. Yeah. And, and he kept saying, look, just give me one of them at a time. You want all this done at one time. And
4: <laughs> I passed it on to God.
3: That's what he said. <laughs> You say so. See now,
4: now you, you got, got it all done.
1: All done. <laughs> so you're in the same. So you're in the same home. You just had it rebuilt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. the same got, neighborhood. got
3: destroyed. Well,
4: well yes. we we uh-huh. expanded because at the time uh, her mother was sick.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: Her mother was sick. Actually, her mother and my my father passed on the same weekend.
1: Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. two, oh, days two, two days apart. Two days apart.
4: So mm-hmm. when I when I you know redesigned the house, I made sure she had a bedroom downstairs.
1: Very good. You thought about your family always. Oh, yeah, you, you have yes. to do that. You have see, to what, do. that's
4: the thing that, you know, just, well, I didn't say this generation. I don't pick on this generation. But you have to plan generationally. Yes, you do. Because yes, you do. there was going to come a time where you're going to be in between taking care of your child and your parent.
1: That's right. It
4: that's may right. last five years, ten years. But or that can bankrupt card. you.
1: That's right, if
4: yeah. If you don't know how to, you know, lodge that person somewhere. I work in a nursing home. I see this every day.
1: I know. I've been the there. forgotten? Oh, oh, yes. Don't make
4: me cry. I, I, I the, see this every day. I, yes. It's so, going to
1: be another story we come back to yeah, it later there's no, on. There's, yes. no,
4: there's no party anymore.
1: No, no, oh. no, no. So bring us back so you're, okay. you, you, you fix your home, you're, you expanded it, and mm-hmm. you're still doing business. You're still writing books, right? Yes. So get, take us to the next chapter. Okay,
3: so uh, after the house got hit by the tornado, that same week, I mean that same day after the tornado, We went to church like nothing never happened. And we took these books because, like you said, we wrote this book right when the tornado was there. Right. So uh, we took these books to church and sold them. And people can believe that we just got hit by a tornado. And here we are the next day sitting in church.
1: Well, that's because God brought you there.
3: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, we're here. And so, um. But what made us start writing books is that um, the very first book I wrote was this book. It's called Is There Order in the House? Wow. Well, and it's an estate planning book. I love the title. Estate planning book. Yes, ma'am. No, so what is it called again? Uh, is there order, order in house? The house. Is there order We in always house? come up with I titles. I think that, that it's are... an
1: amazing book. I would like to have.
3: Yeah. You know, we always come up with titles that I people okay. yes would this not is normally like that. do. And so, where can people
1: order this book?
3: Well, that one, I keep that one and I sell it myself. Okay. How much because, is it? Uh, That one is 25 Thank and you. And the reason why I did that book is because my husband, uh, they were going to do a financial class. Okay. And so, um, my brother had just passed away. In 2011. And so, my sister-in-law didn't know anything about how to pay the bills. She didn't cook. She didn't do anything. My brother did everything Everything. for her, Mm. right? That sounds like me. So, you know, I'm one of those people. My husband always called me to my, I like practicing law without the law degree. (laughs) 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 Because, you know, I like to research a lot of stuff. I'm always researching stuff. And I like I say, I love fighting for people's rights. So when she when she didn't know how to do those things, they they had a financial seminar, and so the purpose of that seminar was for the people who were there. They had an attorney there, uh, they had him there, and they had uh, the minister there, and they supposed to be teaching these people how to save their assets before uh-huh. they get older, right? Right. So these elderly people were asking that attorney, so how do we save our assets? You know. And he was like, well, make an appointment at the, the, That's the uh, exactly, office sounds and like, I'll yes. tell you. And I'm, I, I I, got so mad. And I told my husband all, all the way going home. I was just fussing. I was like, how dare he take those people money when he's supposed to do it for free? That's not right. And he was like, well, do something about it. I was like, I am. You know, I am. <laughs> what <Well, laughs> I can not even go this to This is what I call soul searching. Yes, Yes. I I could not Mm -hmm. even go to sleep that night. I changed my clothes. I sat down at my table. I pulled out my laptop, and I was like, how do you save elderly people's stuff, you know, to keep them from losing it? So I just started researching it, researching it, but as I researched, I was typing it on the side. And then by the time I finished, I told my husband, I said, come look what I found out. And -hmm. he came, and he was like, print that out. And I printed it out, and it came up to that many pages. And then he was like, uh... What, awesome. what did you just do? I was like, nothing. I was just researching stuff to help people. And, uh, and so he was like, that's a book. I said, like, no, it's not. He said, yes, it is. So I was like, okay, if it's a book, then what are we going to call it then? Because I don't know. And me i him always brain. You this know, is an amazing book
1: as I go through it. We've got one minute on the story. So we're coming to our last segment. So I want to come back to our life where we get so all the wonderful um, everything, wrap it up because we want to hear And this book is going to be, I'm going to be giving this to all my clients in real estate.
2: Awesome. That's awesome.
1: One of my clients, because you don't want to be in the business of real estate. And they always ask, what do I do? This is just perfect.
0: I'm Michael Clark. I am the producer next to me. I've got Alexandra Fincher and across from me, I've got Marshall Johnson and our guests this evening are Michael and Carol Barnes. And they have quite an amazing story, which you've been listening to for the past 45 minutes, but, If you haven't been listening to that, you can always go to our website, alexandraandfriends.com and find the podcast and go back and listen to the rest of the story uh, anytime at your convenience. And this podcast and radio show is sponsored by Roberto Perez from Miller Title and from uh, Jose Guillen at Old House Barbecue in Carrollton and Louisville. So, Mr. and Mrs. Barnes, would you please continue your story and uh, let's... Wrap up some tie up some loose ends for us.
3: Okay. Okay. So uh after that book, we finished uh
0: You're talking about Is there order, is in, there the order house? in the house? Yes. Okay. After that.
3: And so we we did that so that she can know the next step to take in protecting her house. So she was able to keep her house because she was about to lose it. So uh after that, uh I I call myself going to uh, uh, an event for this book because somebody told me Hey, you need to go to this event, they can talk about you and you selling your book as an author, a published mm-hmm. author. I said, Okay, cool. But I go to the event, everybody's talking about selling food at the fair. And so I'm the only one sitting there thinking I'm getting ready to tell everybody, Hey, I want to sell this book. I'm a published author. And then they say, I want to sell food at the fair. I want to sell food. I'm like, what? I'm in the wrong place. And then so they get to me, they say, So what do you do? I say, I'm a published author. And then they say, Oh, okay. Then she said, I'll talk to you after the meet. And I said, Okay. Then the lady said, She comes to me, She said, Oh, you write books for kids. I said, hmm, that's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I say, but I'll take it. Yes. I say, yeah, uh, yes. yes. And they say, oh, that's awesome. I need you to meet somebody. So she let me meet this other guy. And he was like, so you do books for kids. i was like, hmm. Uh-huh.
1: I love her yes. her. yes.
3: And then he say, awesome. I want you to meet somebody. I said, oh, Okay. So then we wound up meeting this guy who has the uh, building with a, a bunch of kids, a uh, recreation room with some kids. Okay. And he say, I need you to go meet him. And, and so I scheduled an appointment with him. And then so I go home. I tell my husband, I say, babe, I said, guess what we do? He's like, what? I say, we write books. <laughs> he said, we write books. When did we do that? I say, but not only do we write books, guess who we write them for? He's like, who? I said, we do kid books. <laughs> 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 Surprise. Yeah. Surprise. He said, like, what made you go do that? I said, I didn't do it. Said, yes. Yeah. He's like, okay, now tell me this. How are you going to write these books? And who kids are you getting, who are you writing these kids books for? I said, we're not going to write the books. He said, well, who going to write them? I said, well, they say they for kids. So who better yet to write books than the kids? Isn't, they say. Isn't that Girl. amazing?
1: Is that where Tomorrow's Purpose Youth Literacy <laughs> <laughs> Organization started? Yeah. Wow. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's, that's
4: where it started. You know, cause like my wife, you know, she's like that 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 woman in, in Proverbs 31. She's out Virgin. there as the a merchant. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, uh, Virtual woman. But
4: when she comes home with stuff, you know, and she says, hey, she presents. I said, where you get mm-hmm. that fruit from?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Take from it back. God. Put it back on that tree. So, so
1: you started this, this yes. uh, to warrant purpose, youth literacy. And yes. how does that, how does that work? And how, what, what do you do with that?
4: Okay. Well, look, our, our initial reason for writing kids books, you know, when we do something, we want to do it and have a unique purpose. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we did, we discuss it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, one of our goals was try to uh, eliminate generational poverty. Mm-hmm. So with our books, like we talked about a few minutes ago, how people write kids, but put the big picture there and say, Sam, I am. And then a big picture and Sam, I'm not. We didn't want to do that. I said, because behind the scene, we wanted to teach kids to expand their vocabulary. Because you can tell a child, you can be anything you want to be. They quit telling that lie. Because if you can't read and write, IBM is not going to hire you. Amen. They're not going to hire you. Quit telling the kids that. They put a dream there with no work. So what we did, we, we, we had to get kids to buy in. Now, everybody doesn't. No. Because she started off the first one. With,
3: with 20, and it went down to 15, to then it went down to 10. Okay. That that's, was the very first right. one.
4: And so that's what we did, you know, trial. And we paid this out of our pocket, mm-hmm. you know. And so we uh, helped kids with these books. And then we don't leave our kids. See, a lot of times in school your fifth grade teacher passes you to the sixth grade. You never hear from your fifth grade teacher again. So what we do is we stay with our kids. So we bring our kids to book fairs. That's awesome. So when they sell their books, we turn the rights over to their parents. Mm -hmm. So when they sell their books, their parents are right here. We send them to the flow, teach them how to market their book. And when they come back and they leave that place, they have, 100 pesos, 300 dollars.
0: And I'm sure you've oh. seen it. It's so sad when you approach a family or you get in contact with a family like that, and the parents don't really care. Right. The parents don't care that their kids are going to learn to read, or that their kids want this book, or that they're they're driven to be an author, or they're, they're driven to to read this this novel, these classic literature, or anything like that. The parents say, "No, we're not spending money on that. I need mm-hmm. to go buy some cigarettes." Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, we
3: have them that do that. I know.
0: And they I know, know you've it. But
3: they get mad. The parents get mad because at mm-hmm. uh, the next camp that we had, our thing had grown, our class had grown from the first mm-hmm. 10 to like uh, 55 students. Wonderful. So now we was at 55. And so, like he said, you got to get the kids to buy into it. Mm-hmm. So some of the kids just wanted to play. Yeah. And then tell me what you said about that.
4: Well, you know, what I tell kids, that that ring out there in your driveway that got a net under it, it's not your goal. Because they think I'm going to be an NBA player Yeah, because yeah. you got a ring and a net in front of your garage. That's not your goal. So we have to really, like, break them down and bring higher goals for them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because too many it. of them want to be that.
1: I want to make sure that we, that you take oh, okay. us to how you, be, where all your awards and, okay. and your, because this story, we're going to bring you back. Our story is going to continue. This story will continue later right. on. We're going to come back on that on another show. Mm-hmm. But right now, wrap us up on how do you get to where you are today and where all the awards and the um, mentions and, and the admirals um Connection. So tell us a little
3: bit about that. Okay. The first award that we got was the uh, inducted into the Who's Who in Black Dallas like three times. And all of it has to do with the the nonprofit that we do for the youth. Uh, okay. Because like you said, we was trying to break generational poverty. And so they got, uh, they heard of us. And so they... Invite us to do that. And then, uh, the before next you one, go
1: any further, can you tell us the name of your organization,
3: please? Tomorrow's Purpose, Youth and, and Literacy Organization. And how can they get hold of you if they want to know more information? Uh, they can call us at the nine seven two four five four zero two three one, or they can go on our site, www.tomorrowspurpose.org, or they can, uh, go on our Facebook page, Carol Barnes and, uh, Tomorrow's Purpose on Facebook. Very as good. Well. Very good. And so, uh, then we, um, the uh, Texas Navy heard about us, and so we got inducted into the Texas Navy as admirals. And then this year, we became awarded the Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award for the services that we have been doing in the neighborhood since 2016.
2: That's awesome! Wow,
3: what an amazing, amazing! This so is just uh, meaningful. So,
1: when you interact with parents and and your books, and this, do you have uh, do, do you sell your books through? What organization or what uh, company?
3: No, the kids' books are like on Amazon.com. Amazon.com, okay. And so my, I I won't apologize on, I did on purpose is on Amazon.com. The only one that I didn't put on the Amazon is the, uh, is their order in the house because I didn't want anyone just taking my information and just, you know, running off with it. Yes. So I said, okay, I'll sell this one. Personally, you know, you know, person to person, so I can explain to them what it's all about. Very good. Because just to see it on the site, you you can look at it and be like, okay, what is this about? But in in this book, you can even get a notarized. You can put all your information there, get a notarized, just lock it away in a safe. I was good. Absolutely, Absolutely. So have, Like I was going
2: to ask you. Yeah, that. it's on the
3: front page, yeah. it has good. that. And they it, can
2: list their right. importance. Yes, right. it, the it, valuable it tells pieces. You everything
3: in there. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the reason why that one's not on there because, like I said, I want to do that. And I have some more books coming out. We just haven't put them out there yet, and they're gonna be on Amazon as well. And we do an event. That's what I want to tell you. Yes, an tell event us about coming that. up October the first. Okay, it's our uh, women's girl mentoring event. We do that every year. It's called a reflection of our petals because we call the rose bush. You mm-hmm. know, because the rose bush has many mm-hmm. colors and it stands for many things. And so the petals is our girls. And so we want to show that you know who should be your first role model? A lot of people letting TV, you raise their their girls. And, you know, boys have mentors, but a lot of girls don't have mentors. So we're like, okay, so my mom should be my first role model. But a lot of times we don't see the struggles they have gone through. So we try to bring that conversation back to the table with the mother and daughter, whoever their caregiver is, to sit there and show them, hey, even though I might be up here right now, but I had some struggles down here. And I want to tell you about them so that those... I always use the scenario that if you don't water that rose bush, It'll then die. it will whizzle away and then the petals will start falling, falling. off of them. Eventually so, will die. Yes. So if you continue to water and nurture nourish, nourish that that uh rose bush, it will bloom into something beautiful. So that's what those petals are our girls. We want to, them to blossom into a, who they're uh, the masterpiece that they're supposed That's to right, be. right, their purpose. So tell yes. us again
1: about the name of the of the, of the the event. Where is it going to be located? And how can people get enrolled in that or how the children get to go? Tell us a little bit about that.
3: It's uh, called Reflection of Our Pedals. I have it out there on Eventbrite, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, it's going to be October the 1st uh, at 12400 Elam Road at the Box Spring Civic Center in Box Spring, Texas. And uh, they can go on that site and register for it. And uh, it's on a Saturday. And it's going to be really awesome because this year, usually we just get, you know, speakers that, you know, they can be 45, 45, sure. whatever. This year, we decided to do our Seasoning Saints. I call them Seasoning Saints because who better that can tell you the story of real struggles than them? Elderly people to tell mm-hmm. the younger yeah. people. Yeah. Yes. That because is
4: awesome. there are a lot of people, especially a lot of women, whose stories are being buried along with it.
1: You know, and I've got to say that this is the reason I love our show. Because Me you get to talk about this, and about your life, about what, like where you your, 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 your journey. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that has been the most amazing time of my life, Me if nothing too. else, the last two years just bringing wonderful people like you to teach us about what you've gone through, what your children are going through, what uh, Michael listens to uh, and, and Marcelle and all our, and all our co-hosts. It's, it's amazing because I'm sitting here and I'm going like, wow, what have I missed? You know, w- what would I know if I, if this show was not here, I would not know about you. Mm-hmm. We're coming to our very end. So I'm going to let you close this e- this evening with what are your, invitations, tell us what we want from what you want from us and we'll thank you so much for being here this evening. You yes. made my soul
3: Yes. Yeah, well, really I'll, awesome. uh, I'm going to just say this part and then you can close us out. The um, The the event that we're doing October the 1st is all about inducting these women into the Hall of Faith. The Hall of Faith? Faith. Yes. Not the Hall of Fame. No, no oh, the right. Hall of Faith. Like that. Yes.
4: Yeah, it's sort of like an ESPY award. Mm-hmm. Uh, We create a compilation book where their stories are put into a book. And um, so, and this year, uh, we're doing a little something different. We're going to, our vendors are going to be our children. Mm
2: -hmm. That's what you
0: do. That's wonderful. That's That's Okay. That is all the time we have for this evening. I'm sorry to cut you all off, but we want more information about them uh, and their organization. It's Mm tomorrowspurpose.org. And, We will be back next time. Thank you, Alexandra and Marshell. This is Alexandra and friends, and we will see you next time. Hey, soy José Guillén, dueño de All House Barbecue, y patrocinamos el show de Alejandra y Friends. Nuestros dos lugares están en Carrollton y Luzbio. Nuestra página web es allhousebarbecue.com. Vengan a vernos. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends, or write us an email, alexandraandfriends 660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.